Today, we have a special guest, one of my best and greatest YouTubers. Introduce yourself, YouTuber. Hi, this is Shola from Discovering Natural, and um, I'm excited to be in this podcast today. Thank you so much for welcoming me. Yes, you're so welcome. So she's here with Natural Keisha on From Wig Weave to Natural and tell us a little background about yourself, if you don't mind. Well, I have actually been natural since 2012, uh, November after transitioning. But I also have daughters that are natural. And uh, so that has been my passion ever since I started uh, transitioning my older daughter to be natural. I love everything that has to do with natural hair. I love inspiring people. I love helping people out with anything, you know, struggles that they might have. So it's just me, my daughters, and my husband. You know, we do YouTube videos, and we also do daily vlogs on our family channel, DN Vlogs Life. So pretty much, uh, that's what I do. I have other things on the side, but I, you know, I live in the city of Houston, Texas. You know, it's hot, 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 but we're enjoying it. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Great, yes. Give it up for Houston, Texas. It is very hot down here. That's one reason why I dropped using heat because it's enough <laughs> heat outside for me. I don't have yes. to get any more heat than what we already have down here. So, yes. if you can tell us a little bit about your group, I do understand you have a group. Yes. So I have a Facebook group, and my Facebook group is called Discovery Natural Group. Um, this group, I started this group, I believe it was just uh, over a year ago or so. And the group actually stems from my uh, Facebook page, and my Facebook page is also called Discovery Natural. So uh, people always contact me, and I usually, you know, answer questions in that group, and when people send me private messages. And after some time, I thought that, you know, it's, a lot of people always ask questions and I'm like, oh, so many people will benefit from the question this person asked and that person asked, why don't I start a group? And I started the group and we have like two moderators and they are wonderful, wonderful sisters and they help me out with the group. But we love that group is basically anything about natural hair. We're very strict on that because we want to keep the focus on helping people with their natural hair. And we also keep it clean. Uh, we, we kind of thrive on people respecting other people, you know, treat others as you would. And a lot of people have grown in the group. They've, it has helped them a lot with their natural hair. So once again, it's on Facebook and it's called Discovery natural group and it's a safe zone for anybody that wants to go natural or anybody that is natural great and what about your youtube where what is your youtube channel name my yeah my youtube channel is discovery natural so that is one of my youtube channels i have uh, a couple others but discovery natural is basically what it is it's you know, it stems, it actually stems from my blog, and my blog is discoverynatural.com, and um, that channel is owned by me, my daughters, and my husband also shows appearances here and there, 
but we've all gone to the channel, you know, try to show people what we do with our hair. And basically, discovering natural, like all of us, there's, I don't believe there's one person that said that they've mastered being natural. We're all discovering new things as the day go by. So that's where the name Discovering Natural stems from. So that's, that's the group. And of course, our family channel on YouTube stems from Discovering Natural. So it's kind of like behind the life of an outside doing hair. We do um, EN vlogs live, and that's just outside um, doing hair. So we do like day-to-day activities around Houston, Texas, and when, it, when we travel around the world. So that's just what that is about. Great. Could you enlighten us a little bit on the kid channels? Because, you know, we all have kids here, and we're trying to get them out of the chemicals and the creamy crack, as they call it. Get them away from that. That way, you know, they can embrace their beauty and be natural and accept who they are. Could you enlighten us a little bit on those kids? Yes. So, um, my daughters, actually, like, what we do to teach the children is we go, I use my children as examples. So, when they were younger, I introduced them to how to care for their hair. You know, even one thing that I get questions from parents is that, oh, I don't know how to do my daughter's hair. So the easy solution is just to put a a chemical to make it easier. But indirectly, we're kind of causing more damage. You know, if we don't know what we're doing, you're causing more damage. I've been there. So my daughter used to be... My oldest daughter, when she was younger, I was frustrated. I didn't know anything about YouTube. And this was about, I believe, 12, 13 years ago or so. I didn't know anything about YouTube. So people were advising me to put a chemical to our hair. So when I discovered YouTube and I discovered how to do your natural hair well, I started, you know, kind of learning it. And as I learn anything, I teach my kids. You know, I teach them how to moisturize their hair. I teach them that, you know, your hair is hard because maybe you didn't get conditioned. And even at a young age, I realized that children actually soak up a lot of information that would give them true observation and true action. So when we, when they observe us saying bad things about our hair, they internalize it. So I always make sure I say positive things about my hair, positive things that I, when I was doing their hair when they were younger, because now they're a little bit older, so they do their own hair most of the time. So I say positive things. You know, even though as parents, you know, you're, when you're doing a child's hair, it's so stressful, you'll be like, oh my goodness, I can't, oh, you want to say something like, oh my goodness, I'm so stressed, they're so tangled up. But in the I'll say, oh, maybe we need to add some moisture. You know, I'll call the tangles like, you know, like I was like, oh, this busybody is on your head. You know, I would use nice, cute words, you know, that doesn't make the child internalize that, oh, there's an issue with my hair. My hair's a problem. Because your hair is not a problem. It's just that we need to learn how to care for it better. So we do videos, and my kids, you know, they do videos just showing, okay, this is how you take the tangle hair. This is how you comb hair. And I feel like a lot of children relate to those you know, kids' big deals, you know, and how to do their hair, and it helps them out. So that's, that's one of my goals also for the channel. Yes, yes, and that's great because a lot of us, we know we are examples, and sometimes we slip and we say negative things, and we need to keep it more positive because we have those little ones looking up to us, and if we're seeing bad things about our hair, then they're looking at that and then they're going to result into saying negative things about their hair 
and probably even accepting negative things from other people about their hair. So as long as we stay positive, they will be positive and they will show their positivity by letting others know that, hey, my hair is good hair. It grows out yeah. of my scalp. I don't have bad hair. I'm not ugly because I don't have any chemicals in my hair. I am still beautiful in my skin and in my soul. You know, yeah. so we have to stay yeah. positive. And I'm so glad that you are running the children's channel for natural hair because we yeah, need to bring you. them up in the right stage. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes. So we have about 12 questions. Okay. Um, if you don't mind for you, a lot of us want to know. Number one, what drew you to YouTube? Okay, so um, YouTube is, you know, in this day and age, people are very visual. Um, when I started discoverynatural.com, the blog, uh, people will ask me questions, how oh, do you do this? And I'll say, okay, I'll write an article or write a blog post. And people will read it, but some people will be like, can you show me? <laughs> you know? So what I was doing before YouTube was I was making little clips and I'll send people little clips. So mm-hmm. I'll send this one a little clip of me doing my daughter's day and that one. And then I discovered, you know, YouTube. Um, and I was like, wait a minute, I can put these videos into YouTube. And so they started discovering that through China. Like they put in the little videos of me doing my kids there. And um, then I could send it to more people. And then I could invite more people to watch it. And that, you know, that helps out. I try to do videos that are positive. Um, I try to tell some trendy videos and videos that don't help. Like something I'll do a fun video once in a while. But there's so, so many YouTube videos out there that, you know, people just do just to catch a trend, you know what I mean, that just for the fun of it and yes. doesn't really teach anything. Mm-hmm. And my daughter asked me one day, she was like, I was going to do a video and she was like, Mommy, but what does that video teach me? And I kind of like, oh, so, <laughs> so that kind of brought me back. So that's why I do YouTube. It's a quick way to reach more people and show them exactly what to do step by step. So, yeah. yeah, we're all discovering what it is to be natural. So. Yes, <laughs> and every day is something new. The hair yes, going this exactly. way, the hair going that way. And I love me some YouTube, and I love me some blogs, and I also love your group. I am a very Thank active you. member in her group. Yes, yes. And we appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. And the number two question is... When did you start making videos and why? I believe you answered this earlier in the segment, but if you don't mind answering it again. That's okay. Um, I started making videos in 2002. I want to say mid-2002. 2012, sorry, 2012. And the reason is, of course, because people kept on asking me questions. Like, how do you know, just to show them how to do the stuff. And I decided to just put it on YouTube as an easier way to convey what I do or how to do things to others. Right. Okay. Number three. Did you ever big chop transition from your relaxed hair? So did you big chop or did you transition from relaxed hair? Well, I transitioned uh, after one year. So I just did, yeah. And then after one year, 
I did a transition, transitioning big shop. So I just cut up the large end. And um, doing it that way for me um, helped me learn more about what it is to transition because I could have gone the easier way and just done the big shop straight from the get go. But if I did that, then I would not be able to know what it is to be like someone who transitioned, you know. So doing the big shop after transitioning gives me two of, um, helped me experience both ways, even though, you know, I wasn't like big chopping hair, you know, from the get-go. But transitioning was much better for me and much more convenient in terms of it gives me time to learn more about being natural. Yes. I big chop myself. Matter of fact, I oh, wow. three different times. One was oh, cool. a big major chop in 2013, and the other two followed a couple years later, just to say, because I went back and forth with accepting my roots, just yeah. to say, how my hair was. I wanted yeah. it straight. I wanted it more flowing. So when it wasn't doing that, I permed it. Then that's when I had the big chop again. And then I followed that stage again. And this mm-hmm. time I went all the way through. I had had a chance of the transitioning with my daughter because I transitioned yeah. her. She was getting perms. I was perming her hair. And I was like, you know, this natural thing, that's what I was calling it. This natural thing is going good for me now. So why should I leave my daughter or just to say my immediately family behind on this? Yeah. So I started cutting her perm ends off and now she is natural and been natural here for the last three, maybe four years, I want to say. And her hair has grown longer, it's more healthier. She's getting so many comments on her hair. Like if she gets added extensions in her hair for the braids because of the color yeah. she wants, yeah. everyone will yeah. let her know, you don't even need that extra hair because your hair is already long enough to just braid your own hair down your back, you know? <laughs> That's good. Yes. And then I brought my son in and he started off with an afro and the afro turned into a mohawk. And now we're doing two strange twists on his hair and a mohawk and now he's um, letting his sides grow out to have a full headed uh, dreadlock style just to say because now he want to go with dreadlocks and yes exactly I'm pushing everyone there yes (laughs) (laughs) and my oldest son he has the acid so he's also natural and my husband, I grew him some starter locks. Well, he grew his afro out. And then I started his starter locks. So now he has long flowing dreadlocks. So our whole family here is natural. And I love it. Oh, that's good. I didn't want I to leave anybody that. behind. <laughs> I love that. I, my daughter's always making fun of my husband. It's like, oh, daddy, if only your hair will grow. I yeah. I'm pretty sure mom's working on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, indeed. Let's see. Number four. What is the worst mistake you made with your hair? If any, 
Well, um, this might not be to some people. This one might not be bad, but I did. I once did. Um, you know, okay. So I once did a protein treatment. Like I used a product that had like protein, and mm-hmm. that was when I was trying to understand. This was earlier on. And I was still trying to understand protein and how it worked and how my hair was receptive to protein or not protein. And I did a protein treatment, and I did not do a moisturizing, deep conditioning afterwards. And needless to say, my hair, I think it took me like two or three washes for it to recover. So it was almost like a protein overload, but not really, because it would have been more of an extended amount of time. But my hair was hard. (laughs) And for me, my hair is really hard. It's always kind of soft and does the same. So it was really a weird feeling for me, like, what is this? So as if I exchanged somebody's hair of hair with mine. And I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out that what caused it. So, luckily for me, I use this app called the Hair Journal. Um, it's like a hair diary sort of thing, mm-hmm. and I record everything that I do to my hair. And um, I now went back and I looked, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that was it. So it's nice to keep a record. It, you know, some people say, oh, you're just being so fanatic of about your hair, but sometimes those records kind of tell a story and tell you what you're doing wrong and what you're not doing right, you know. So, yeah. That's correct. And I think my worst thing I did with my hair, as I would call it, was go back into that creamy crack. That's what I was saying. That was the worst thing that I could ever do to my hair. I mean, even though I have used some products that... Had chemicals in it also, so that's another big mistake there. Not reading what's on the back and those ingredients. You're just slapping yeah. them in your hair and not going to get some background on this hard to pronounce word. So yeah. yes, I would say product and chemicals. That was yeah. my worst one right there. So number five, in your opinion. What are some major natural hair do's and don'ts for you? <laughs> okay, for me, um, this is the way I look at do's and don'ts. I always look at, you know, hair, natural hair is such a, is a magnificent piece of, you know, is a magnificent um, hair, okay? And, and what I mean by that is that one person's hair is totally different from another person's hair. You could use something and then the other person could use it and it can work totally differently. So I have some things that I do to my hair and some things that I don't do to my hair uh, on the regular. So for example, you don't see me using a lot of heat in my hair and that's just because for me, I find other ways to you know, get my hair straightened or get my hair to do what heat will do. That doesn't mean that once in a while, if I want to use it, like I've not blow dried my hair, it's like a year or two, you know, but I don't constantly use heat in my hair. So that's one thing I don't do. One thing I do is that I have to use a deep conditioner after washing my hair. I absolutely, I cannot skip it. Um, the only time that I would say if I had to skip it is if I use a co-wash that kind of has a lot of conditioning properties. Then, and I'm still going to wash my hair in a couple more days, then I would do a co-wash and then 
couple more days i'll do a shampoo and deep conditioner so then another don't that um i personally do not do to my hair is i always you know like how there's some people that when they're doing their hair like from styles <laughs> they're just some styles that uh with extensions that are really really tight you know i don't do tight styles i you know i would not tolerate anybody doing tight styles on my hair because that just calls for lost edges and lost hair and i don't think that's something that's healthy it just some might look good but uh i feel like they're you know you don't want to sacrifice your edges for a style that will just last you a couple of times and then you have to recover from lots lots of edges for years or to come so that's one thing i don't absolutely do not do and the last thing i do the last thing i do to my hair is i listen to my hair uh it is very important as individual is to listen to your hair you can get advice from everybody you can get advice from me and i can tell you do this to your you know this is usually when i give advice i give it from experience like what i've done to my hair but you have to also listen to your hair your hair i believe your hair talks to you i think that's the majesty of hair of natural hair and i say that way because compared to other you know other ethnicities natural hair just as a mind of its own from shrinkage to put it in this style walk outside you have no idea what's going to happen it's going to burn into something else so i believe in listening to your hair when your hair feels dry moisturize it you know you don't have to go oh but that person only moisturizes on monday and on friday or oh, i'm going to wait till then number one you don't live in the same place like that person you don't eat the same food you don't drink the same water you don't you know so many things so it's important that we always listen to our hair so those are the major do's and don'ts that i have and that's correct about listening to your hair because sometimes we might put those products on our hair just because they yeah. work for someone else and oh it's going to have my hair curly in the next hour yeah my hair yeah. is going to be all pretty and bushy and thick like the other person no 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 so my do's is do your hair right with love show it some TLC just like everybody needs that TLC and love and care our hair needs yeah. the same thing so we have to watch what we put into our bodies yeah just like we're watching the things we're putting on top of our head yeah the don't will be not to moisturize your hair you know not to wash it not to grease it or oil it or cream it down or however it is you're taking care of your hair show it some love don't sit up there and neglect it in other words yeah show yeah. your hair love so that is my do's and don'ts right there we want to be treated right we need to treat that hair right too yeah. number 6 what are some of your favorite hair products to use and why Okay. Um this is all the things it's broken down into different categories, okay? <laughs> so, uh, let's start with what I majorly do to my hair. Um for example, like to wash my hair shampoo. I love using Kadima products. Um 
I talk about it mostly on my channel when I'm using product when I'm washing my hair. I use Kadima Organic Beauty Product. It works well for me. If you're someone that you're so into natural hair, you don't want any synthetic ingredients, then you know you try Kadima and it works excellently for me. Uh, I like the shampoo. It's very the African Black Soap shampoo. It cleanses my hair but doesn't strip it. Yeah. So then um, the deep conditioner, deep conditioner for me is a little bit, you know, it's hard for me. I don't really have major, major favorite, but I, I, I'm very busy, okay? <laughs> and some days I just want to wash my hair and deep condition it and style it and moisturize and go, you know? So a deep conditioner that does that is also the Kadema, uh it's called the cocoa butter, cocoa butter, mango butter, uh, um, hair mask, and conditioning hair mask. And this actually, it works as a leave-in, and it works as a deep conditioner, and it works as a styler. So many, 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 many times, I've shampooed my hair, I've put the Kadima hair um, mask in my hair, put my hair into twists, Covered my hair in a bonnet, let it kind of penetrate in, you know, and then take it out and put my hair in a bun. And that's it. And I'm done. And it keeps my hair the way it wants to be. Then, middle of the week, if I want to co wash, I can just co wash. So, that is basically some of my favorite, favorite products. I use oils, different oils, you know, I make my own mixture of oils. Um, what else do I use? Creams, uh, moisturizing cream. I like uh, the uh, Jamaican Mango and Lime, they have a pure natural buttercream line, and I like the way their moisturizer kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of like silky feeling, it's not all natural, but I kind of like how it acts in my hair, you know, it's, it's really nice, and that is for me, for my children, you know, my oldest, my youngest daughter, our hair loves that, the nasty natural hair products a lot <laughs> so I hear love that product and for my oldest daughter I think she's like she loves Sultanico and also Jamaica Mango and um, Mango and um, Lime Lime and I you know so each of us have what we like you know and I am like all Kadima Kadima you know my oldest daughter is like oh I like Kadima but I also like this and I let my children follow what they like I don't I'm not one to push my child and say, you have to do what I have to, you know, you have to like what I have to like, because I want them to grow as individuals, you know, independent individuals, so, yeah, so that's basically mine. Yes, yes, so my favorite thing is the sheer moisture. I love the, that line, oh, especially that black Jamaican um, oh yeah, I believe yeah the shampoo and the conditioner. I love that. Yeah. That was pretty good. And I also like the Shield Monster. I believe it's hydrating, some kind of hydrating. Oh, it's intensive oh. hydration. It's the okay. uh, Manuka. I think that's how you said. Oh, Manuka. Manuka. Yeah, yeah, the Manuka. Is it the Manuka Makura? Yes, oil. Yes, yeah, yes. I, I, I love that. I love the leave-in milk. Oh man, my hair loves it. And I'm 4C slash 4B, low porosity, and that yeah. hair loves it. 
it shows me much love. It's like it's been, give me a kiss, you handsome person, you. You know, like, oh, you're finally treating me with care. I love you. No, it's like someone and thought of you for a special occasion and they bought you a gift. And you're like, oh, you didn't have to do that. You know, so that's what my hair is saying to me. Like, oh, thank you, thank you. And olive oil, I love me some olive oil. Mm, mm, mm. I didn't even think they were working yeah, well on my hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's casserole. I love casserole. Like, oh, you know the Sunny Owl um, Pure Butter? They have Sunny Owl as this um, castle butter, you know, Jamaican black castle butter. And it's an oil, but it's also a butter. It has like, it almost seems like a grease, but it's not grease because it's made from pure Jamaican castor oil and I love that for the edges because you put it on your edges and your edges stay moisturized for days. It's so wonderful. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Because I first started off using coconut oil and I was like, oh, I love this because, you know, it's solid first and then you put it on top of your hair and mm-hmm. then after a while it goes all liquefied on you and you can yeah. go and put a cap on top of it or whatever. But mm-hmm. in the wintertime, you do not want to put coconut oil on your hair. No. I, I did that one time. I put coconut oil on my hair. And I was going to a job interview. And I went outside in the winter. And don't you know, my hair, like, freeze up. I mean, it's oh, like yeah. stiff. It was just stiff. I was like, oh, what's going on? I'm combing, I'm combing it and, and trying to finger to tangle it. And it's hurting. I'm like, oh, I messed up. So I, then I had to turn around and wash it out my hair in order to oh, get my, my hair back, just to say. It's like someone hijacked my hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the old thing about learning how to care for your hair. It's a learning experience and you grow out of that knowledge. You know, knowledge length is never lost. So you grow out of that knowledge. So that's to be known. If you're using coconut oil, don't use it during the winter months. Please don't. Because it's going to feel like someone hijacked your hair and they're not giving it back to you. The only way you can yeah. get it back is to wash that out your hair. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. use during the winter months. It's okay any other mm-hmm. seasons, but not winter. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Number seven. What do you wish beauty sites and publications would do better when writing about natural hair? Um, I, I always wish that, you know, those um, beauty sites and stuff, they'll have, you know, equal representation of different types of hair, you know, natural hair, um, just not, everybody is, everybody is always pushing towards one representation, which is, you know, the curly, the long, the, you know, those types and I'm, I'm always not I don't speak much about hair tightening and all that stuff but it's obvious and uh, I also wish that they talk more about children's hair care and more about you know teaching our children how to love their hair and teaching our children how to care for their hair and there's always a missing link you know you always go from just talking about doing this hairstyle and dye hairstyle once training but the real issues, the social issues about hair, like for example, hair acceptance in the workplace, 
and even hair acceptance in school, you know, what kids go through, hair acceptance in relationship, because there are people in relationship that they struggle. They might want to be natural, but their spouse doesn't want them to be natural. You know, teaching people how to embrace their natural hair. I don't see a lot of that. I see a lot of, you know, those pretty pictures, you know, the pretty picture of the long, you know, the curly, more curly, more defined hair, having the more views and the more likes and stuff. And we neglect the root of the matter, you know. And there are so many kids out there, so many people out there that they're always striving, like, once they go natural, they're like, oh, once I go natural, my hair's going to look curly like that. No, once you get natural, your hair's going to be whatever it's going to be. And you just have to learn how to accept it the way it's going to be and learn to walk with what you've got. So that's what I wish, but yeah. Yes, and you know, another thing just to add on to that, I wish they would quit putting a time limit on this because when I first went natural, they had product out there. Oh, it'll grow your hair in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here it is, 35 days, and I don't see any growth. You know, mm-hmm. some of us didn't get the big picture here is you still need to drink that water, yeah. eat your veggies, mm-hmm. eat your fruit, exercise, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Take care of your body, you know, so you can produce all of that. They'll say, oh, yeah, yeah grow your hair in 30 days, and you still don't have any hair. Or they'll say, hey, I have a DIY that will grow your hair overnight. I didn't even see those. <laughs> oh, overnight, you can grow two, three inches. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm going to hurry up and buy that stuff and mix it together and slap <laughs> it on my hair and cover it up. And in the morning, I expect to be like Rapunzel. Yeah. I expect to have hair down in my back of my legs if that's the case. So that's one thing. And just like you said, talk more about these kids and get them together because they are not taking this natural hair thing gentle, just to say. they given all this bad um, advice or, you know, we already know everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but they're taking it just to say to the heart when you say, oh, your hair is nappy. Oh, your hair is no good because it's not perm. It's it's all raggedy. It's all over your head and things like that. You know, saying ugly things to these kids. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like a bully, you know, a bully bullying, yeah. you know. But verbal, yeah. you know, bullying you. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Number eight. Yeah. Are there other beauty YouTubers or influencers you look up to? Um, no, I can't even put my thing on <laughs> Um, and the reason why it's not to throw any shade or not to say, oh, you, you don't look up to anybody, you don't, different people do different things and I find them interesting mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm always telling people that, you know, and when people say, oh, I look up to you, I said, um, I feel weird when people say that and that's because I always want people to learn, they can learn from me, but to also establish that their hair is what they make it to be. Because I find that sometimes when you put when you make someone like your role model, like, oh my gosh, I want to be just like this person, that infatuation or infatuation can overshadow you learning more about your own hair. 
So I enjoy watching different caliber of um, natural hair YouTube content creators, influencers. I watch from people that just started their channel yesterday to people that have been old, you know, that they're known as I hate that word OG because I don't think, uh, because I think that you are the OG of your own hair. You know, you are the OG. Yes. You know your own hair. <laughs> Because anybody can come on and teach you like, oh, I can go on, you know, I go, I show a lot of videos like this is how to do this, this is how to do that. But not until you start doing it and you start working with it, will you say, okay, it's working good, but I think I'm going to add more oil. You know, I can't do it the way she's doing it all the time. I'm going to tweak it just a little bit to suit my hair. Then, bingo, you are the OG of your own hair. So, um, because I feel like if you, as I said, if you put somebody as your ultimate, like, oh my gosh, I can, that person is the, you know, the G.O.D. of, you know, natural, yeah, you start worshipping that person. I don't know, I'm a Christian, so I always feel like, I don't like to say, oh, that person's my idol, you know, I just... I, I don't like that, so I'm sorry, but as a Christian, I just feel that way, so yeah. That's okay. That's, that's my... Yes, and see, on that influencer, I would say that you, yourself, as an influencer, and also my best YouTuber, yeah. which is Discovery Natural, and I was following her channel when I first started. And not to know, years later, I would run across her group page. And I had to add it up, like, is this the same person that's doing these YouTube channels? And I added up the images, and I said, wow, she didn't went from YouTube channels to her own group? I was like, oh, wow, I must join. I must join because she has interesting things on her channel. So I know her group must be fabulous. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And, you know, and my key thing is that if you're on the group and as you are on the group, you help people out, you ask very great questions that get people talking. I just love that. And I feel like you helping people out this world would be a better place if everybody just takes some time and help people out. But a lot of people are there to just gain, gain, gain. And so, you know, it doesn't take much to just smile at one person <laughs> or to just say thank you or to just say, okay, say hello. Yeah. Yeah, hello. It makes the world so much a better place. That's, that's how I feel and that's what I teach my kids. And yeah. Yes, yes. I try to stay very active in a group and get people to talking um, because it seems like we're just talking to the wall because sometimes you don't get any replies. Sometimes you will get replies. I like those that are being active and replying to questions and having you think like, okay, what should my next topic be about? Because they're giving you, they're feeding you the information that yeah. they need to know as far as, oh, yeah. I'm not growing my edges or I'm not eating correctly. What kind of fruit do I need to get? What kind of veggies do I need to eat? What type of water do I need to drink? What type of exercise do I need to do? You know, ask those questions yeah. because what I was always told, a closed mouth would never get fed. So, yeah. 
since I heard those words, I started being very talkative and asking different questions. Things I don't know, I would ask for more information. Yeah, I might yeah. look stupid or whatever, but in my case, I'm not stupid or anything. Yeah. I just want to go at this a little better by knowing the facts behind whatever it is, the question, the history, yeah. or whatever. I'm going to ask. <laughs> You yeah. gotta open up your mouth, you know, if you want things to be answered. Because yeah. if you're closed mouthed, then people are gonna skip over you. That's how it comes. Yeah. So you wanna stay active. That's one good thing. You wanna stay active and you wanna ask those questions. Yeah. That moves me along to my next question there. Number nine. How do you deal with internet hate? <laughs> if you have any at all. Oh, gosh. I, yeah, I get a lot. You know, just different people. Um, yeah, you know, this world, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like what you're doing. I don't care if it's, if you're not doing anything at all. Some people just hate it that you're not doing anything at all. <laughs> um, right. Even if, you're, if you're doing the best thing, and you're, you know, somebody's going to hate it that you're doing the best thing. So, um, the way that I deal with that, number one, if it's, an internet hate that is racial and soft, that one is a no-no. Internet hate that is bullying someone else, that one is a no-no. Um, and internet hate that, you know, it's just ignorance on its own. If it's ignorance on its own, I will respond back and I will tell you, oh, you know, this is not the way it is, that is the way it is and stuff. But when it becomes very, especially if it becomes something that you are interrogating me negatively about my children, then, you know, we don't need any of that. So, um, and then sometimes there are some things that don't even need words. And if you're someone that you're a positive person, if you're someone that, you know, by your food, others are seeing your positivity, others will fight for you. You know, I've had many instances where somebody comes on my channel and they leave a bad message, you know, and people come before I even respond because I try to respond to every single comment that comes on my page. You know, I try my best, 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 and I even go back later on and check, okay, did I forget to answer any YouTube comments or whatever? And if I, if before I can answer, some people would have already answered for me and said, Oh, she, you should have said that or whatever. So it's like, you you know, other people fighting for you. Then you feel like, oh, okay, thank you. You know, you feel a sense of gratitude to others. But I don't condone hate of any kind because it doesn't move us forward. Hate only pulls you backwards. It doesn't move you forward. So why condone it? That's my take on that. Yes, and that is correct. That's just like I had a couple posters up um, in different groups and the image that I had got just to say off of Pinterest is stated that we don't go natural we return natural yeah so a lot of hate came from that and I'm oh, wow. trying to explain is that we are all born with natural yeah. hair okay we start off with natural hair now, down the line, years down the line, should I say, we might diet, we might get it chemically processed, we might run it through the mud, whatever we're doing, you know, anywhere it go, we still go 
back to where we were at first if we choose to anyway if we choose to yeah. you know so rather you do whatever it is you're doing with your hair yeah you always started off at one place and that was having natural hair regardless if you're black or you're natural yeah that's one thing then another thing is you have people that might have used many 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 products they might have not have worked on that individual hair that's coming but they would come into the new individual that's trying that product Oh, that's a bad product. Don't use that. This and that and that and that. And on the back of the ingredients might be healthy ingredients. No chemicals. Yeah. Oh, that's too greasy. Um, um, that dried up my hair. Um, you know, all these negativity words, just to say negative words yeah. instead of positive words. And that's another thing. A lot of us do not support each other. Now, if I see you using coconut oil, the only thing I might just tell you is what I said earlier in the segment, Mm -hmm. is that don't use it during the wintertime. Or if you're going to use it during the wintertime, don't go out in the cold. That's what I might say. I'm not going to tell you, oh, it dried out my hair. It's not good. It's not a good product. Okay, what worked for you might work for you. What didn't work for you probably didn't work for you. But yeah. the new person that's using it, it might work great. It might even grow their hair. It might have their hair even thicker than it had yours, etc. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible, as they say. Anything is possible. Just keep living. Anything is possible. You know, that's yeah. my part of the internet hate right there. So, moving on to number 10. Where do you get your inspiration for your videos? And what has been one of your most favorite videos you've done so far? Please explain. Okay. So um, some inspirations I get is just from basically people asking questions. You know, people asking me questions privately. People asking me questions in comments and under some videos. Or even from struggles that I get while doing my own hair. And even sometimes my kids were like, oh, well, mommy, how can I do this? And then I was like, okay, I'll do a video. You know, I get my inspirations from that most of the time. And then sometimes, you know, when I'm watching somebody else's video and I'm like, and they're doing something in that video and I'm like, oh, and it's confusing me. And I try it on my own and I find out why it confused me or what I could have done better or from my experience, because I'm always discovering something about my natural hair. So then I go and I create a video, and that is where my inspiration is from. Uh, my favorite video of all time, it has to be my daughter washing, my oldest daughter washing her hair when she was nine years old. And that video, um, the funny thing about that video is that when she wanted to wash her hair, she just came up to me and she's like, Mommy, I really want to wash my hair, and I want you to record it. And I'm like, Huh, okay. So I thought it was one of those days that we just bring up the camera and I just record her doing whatever she's doing. And so she just started and she just did everything on her own. She wrote the little notes of steps she wanted to do and everything she did it on her own. And um, I kept the video on my computer, I believe for about a month. I didn't edit it. I didn't do anything to it. 
and and when I did that, um, then one day I think I was running out of videos to bring out, and I said, okay, let me just sit down and edit this video and just put it out there. And it was so funny because after I put it out there, people just started watching watching the video and people liked the video, and even um, somebody from the Steve show, you know, they did a big shot. They watched the video, they liked it, they sent me a message and stuff, and I was like, okay. And now the video is one of the, you know, it's the most um, viewed video on our, I believe on our channel, I believe it has over 1 million views or something of that sort. So that by far was my favorite, favorite video. And of course, I think the other one was a father doing our hair. I just love the video when it's like my kids, you know, I like my own videos when I do them, but most of the time I love, I enjoy watching my kids learn and get that, you know, that calm moment like, oh, I can do this, you know, and yeah, so that's, that's it. Yes, congratulations to you on that channel there for getting all those views. That is, oh, marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. My uh, inspiration was our ancestors. You know, they wore their hair back in those days, those unbearable days. I don't have to go into details. We already know about those unbearable days when they had limited product to use. They was using axle grease, kerosene oil, um, bacon fat, and etc. on their hair. Even though they had those limited hair care products to use, and they just you know, use whatever they had just to stay on hand. Yeah. Well, those afros are just to say their natural hair strong. Yeah. I mean, very strongly. Yeah. I mean, some of us and Big Chopped uh, went natural and we're even scared to look in the mirror. Yeah. In which we shouldn't be because they wore theirs probably with limited hair product to put in their hair. Yeah. And here it is today. We have multiple hair care products to put in our hair. We should never yeah. be afraid to look in that mirror at what we have done or what we have not done, just to say. Yeah. And think of ourselves being ugly. Mm-hmm. We should embrace all the beauty, the skin tone, the eye yeah. color. The way your face is shaped, the way your lips are shaped, the way your hair is, accept it all 100%. Build self-confidence and your self-esteem. That's my inspiration right there. Yeah, Yeah, that's good, that's good. Yes, and number 11, who are your top natural hair icons, if you have any. Um, as I, you know, this goes along with the last question that was similar to this. I really don't have any. I, you know, I just have people watch and it could be, you know, as long as I learn something from your channel, it is. I don't believe in having an icon. I don't know because your hair should be your icon. Your hair should be able to tell you you know what is doing and you just learn from other people so i can't pinpoint like so many there's so many people that 
they do different things and it works for their hair and you can go oh okay maybe this will work for my hair and you try it out so maybe it doesn't maybe it does you know but you learn from what your hair tells you so that's why i don't i don't i i i don't believe in having an icon because we're all human and i feel like even let's say your icon now does something and it damages their hair you now demote them from the icon dome <laughs> i don't know if that's the word <laughs> but yeah that's yeah that's why i don't i don't i don't do all that <laughs> last question number 12 what advice would you give our listeners today who are looking to start their own youtube channel or group Okay, so if you're going to start your own YouTube channel or group, specifically YouTube channel, because I feel like you should think from that. Uh, if you're going to start your own YouTube channel, number one, be ready for people, for negative people. Be ready. I would think back, backbone, you know. There's going to be people that will come at you, you know. They don't know anything about you. Don't, don't take it... I don't want to say don't keep it too serious, you know, it depends on your emotions, but be ready for that. Grow a thick skin, you know. I've had people actually, actually, the funny story, I had a young lady who was just, I believe she was newly married or something, and she watched the video that my daughter did, and she gave me a six-page uh, email, and that's pretty long about how I need to raise my kids and what I need to do to have productive kids and um, Afrocentric kids and so many things like that. You know, <laughs> I responded back with uh, thank you and mm-hmm. that's all that, you know, you really you know, get to know us more. This was the first time the person has watched our videos or so. And I said, you know what, watch a little bit more of our videos. You know, watch our family videos, you get to know us more, you know, DN Vlogs Live channel. And she came back to me and said, you know, I can't believe you attacked me. And I'm like, really? He called us an attack, you know. But I just didn't respond back to that because that was a waste of my time. You know, I don't, I try to be productive because I'm so busy. I'm busy amount, unless I don't sleep, then I'm not, <laughs> then I have all the time in the world. But I try to be productive. Now, the second thing is when you want to start a channel or group, make it a group that talks about what you want to do, you know. Maybe there's one that you want to start a YouTube channel about, let's say, about um, growing trees, you know, growing apple trees. You're not going to call it, you know, the banana pineapple fruit channel. No, you want to make it specific. So choose a name that is searchable, you know, learn, uh, you know, learn about what it takes to be a YouTuber. Uh, you know, you don't need all those fancy jet gadgets, but you need to educate yourself. And it's been nice to have a mentor, you know, but there are a lot of people that don't want to share their secrets and stuff. I do have a YouTube playlist on my family channel, DN Blogs Live, and it's called YouTube Advice. And I share openly everything on there so that if people need help, and people also consult me and talk to me and say, okay, how can I grow my channel? And I give them information about that. So that's for YouTube, for a group. Um, a group is really hard, especially if you don't have a base, if you don't, if you still don't know who you are. So that's one thing with having a group. Uh, yeah, and then if you have a group, make sure you stick to, 
what you you know your role make sure it stick with what you want that group to portray um because even if you are trying to be as positive and as you know the negativity is always there and that's one thing and as a new youtuber you know yeah so that's one thing that you need to be mindful of so yeah but i could go more into details but i really hope you can check out that playlist on dn vlogs live channel and that really gives you more information about starting a youtube channel so i know a lot of our listeners would like to know discovery natural is there anything you're working on now or anything you plan on working in the future working on in the future um right now i'm basically doing more a lot of things with my daughter my youngest daughter we're doing a lot of hairstyle of course back to school is gonna come around we'll be doing more back to school videos uh we also are trying to tie our family vlog you know because our hair is tied to our own life you know you can't run away from your hair unless you shave it up even if you shave it up it's just going to grow okay so but we're tying our daily vlogs we're doing daily vlogs in our family channel dm vlog life and we're also tying that back into care for our hair So and then I'm also, you know, I work with different companies. You know, I can't talk about it so much um, just because I signed contracts and things on that side. But anyway, <laughs> but um, I work with different companies that I have good rapport with, and uh, just trying to answer questions. Other things that I'm doing is also working with other parents. So if you've been on my channel, Discovering Nature, you see me have different children on my channel. So I'm going out into the town and I'm talking with people, you know, and people are, I'm helping them out with their child, they're doing their styles and stuff. And I just love educating people and, you know, just learning, them learning from us. So, so that's basically what we're doing. But a lot of time I'm focusing more on my family channel and then bringing that information into my natural hair channel, Discovery Natural. All right, that sounds great. I'm going to have to tune in to that too because I'm still in need of more advice and inspiration. Um yeah. when me and my daughter hair, or should I say the whole family hair. <laughs> yeah. So, Discovery Natural. Um what hair type are you before we uh- Um, I have different hair types. I'm low medium porosity, so in some areas of my hair, I'm low porosity, and I got normal porosity in some areas. My hair type extends from 3C, 4A, 4B, 4C. I have like different kinds. And so, like when you watch videos, like I did a video on Friday, if you see my hair, you'll see all the curls and the different, and you'll see surprised that what is that? It doesn't look and it clumps differently. It's just it's an interesting piece of hair. <laughs> it kind of has a mind of its own. Sometimes it looks more fluffy, sometimes it doesn't. So yeah, <laughs> but that my hair, I, I enjoy it because it teaches me new things every day. All right. Can you repeat those the YouTube channel again out in the Facebook group that you're an uh, admin over so we can follow you? Yeah, thank you. My YouTube channel is called Discovering Natural and it's one word. And my outside my family channel if you're into family life and cooking and traveling and 
Pony fans. <laughs> um, and that one is called DN Logs Light. So Discover Natural Vlogs Light. And my Facebook page is called Discovery Natural. And my Facebook group is called Discovery Natural Group. Anywhere on social media like Instagram, Pinterest, anywhere it's called Discovery Natural. So yeah. Great. Well, it was nice having you today, and you all have just listened to Miss Discovery Natural on our podcast with Natural Keisha. It was nice thank having you, you and thank you. We hear back from you soon. Keep in touch. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. You too.